When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Last year, some of you may remember that in 2023, we took a look at how this 2022 Packers roster compared to the Super Bowl 57 teams. There were obviously some trends and some things that those Super Bowl teams were had that the Packers roster was missing. One of those things, we'll talk about all of it in more detail, but elite tight end play. Perry, did the Packers do anything to address the tight end position in 2023? Oh, yes, they did. <laughs> so we're going to go back. Yeah, so we're going to go back and look at some of those the conversations that we had about the Super Bowl 57 Super Bowl teams, how the Packers compared then and how the roster compares now and maybe what they're missing from the Super Bowl 58 team. So First off, Perry, do you have a rooting interest in the Super Bowl, or is it just uh, an excuse to eat snacks and watch Usher? Um, a little bit of the latter. However, <laughs> as someone who can never and will never root for the San Francisco 49ers, yes. um, I think I'm just here for the Chiefs dynasty continuation. Um NFC team won't root for an NFC team. So here for the AFC winner, but this was not the matchup. I think most of America was looking forward to. I think we all look forward to some new teams um, making it to the big dance. Uh, And this is a matchup that we saw literally four years ago. Um, So we'll see. I, I think just some good football. We can just root for some good football. Yeah, and I mean, the last time these two teams played also was a leap year, which is just weird. There's a lot of comparisons to this year, but felt like the Niners kind of owned that game, and then the Chiefs came back in the end. So really curious to see now what this second matchup looks like when the Chiefs have kind of struggled a little bit throughout the regular season and looked like a completely different beast in the postseason, and the Niners had looked like the team to beat from the very beginning of the season. So Let's go back then and look, because obviously Super Bowl 57 featured the Chiefs and the Eagles. And the four big takeaways we had from those two teams was what we mentioned already, elite tight end play, defensive line and edge performance, um, the quality of the offensive line. And then the last bullet point from 2022 was red zone efficiency. Mm -hmm. So let's let's start then with the tight ends and talk about what went right for the Packers. Obviously the players that we were looking at were Travis Kelsey and Dallas Goddard last year. Um, And at the time we were recording Robert Tunyon, Mercedes Lewis, Josiah DeGuara and Tyler Davis were the tight end room. They had 76 (laughs) receptions total for 676 yards and four touchdowns between all four of them. Yep. So I think it was very obvious coming out of the 2022 season watching the Super Bowl that and it's still obvious right like how much an elite tight end changes the game Travis Kelsey is still going to be heavily featured in this Super Bowl George Kittle is heavily featured in the 49ers offense whether it be in 
the run game blocking or as a pass catcher. And I think like his blocking ability is the reason why he is such an amazing pass catcher. And it's really funny, actually, this matchup, I think, features like the two different elite styles of tight end play because Travis Kelsey and George Kittle are so different. And Mm -hmm. I find like the Packers went out, as we've noted already, and they drafted two tight ends very high. They took Luke Musgrave and Tucker Craft in the second and third rounds, um, both, I think, top 50 picks if Tucker, if not, Tucker was like top 80. And they were heavily, heavily utilized this season, um, not just because they had to be, <laughs> but because Matt LaFleur, as we know, loves his two tight end sets. Um, and because like we always knew that this was going to be, you know, a position, it was a position of need and a position that the Shanahan style offense um, features. And I think when you look at the two different tight ends that the Packers drafted, they actually kind of fit into the mm-hmm. Kelsey Kittle mold in really unique ways, right? Um Musgrave is much more of the Kelsey style where he's really just a big, fast tight end slash wide receiver. His blocking got better over the course of the season, but he's not really going to be like getting dirty in the run game. Like you want him out catching passes as like that mismatch tight end, which is really what Travis Kelsey is. Whereas Tucker is more of that George Kittle style. Like he becomes a pass catching threat. And we saw it happen increasingly over the course of the season because you have to respect him as a blocker. So again, I think the Super Bowl is really interesting because it features like the Mm -hmm. gold standard of the two styles and the Packers drafted an example of each of the two. Now, I'm not saying that either of the Packers tight ends are going to reach those levels. I mean, Kelsey and Kittle are doing it at the highest level. Literally the highest. Yeah. Um, But they now have two that fit each of those. molds, And they're both such different role players in their offenses. Like Travis Kelsey was the chief's offense this season. You, you had a couple moments obviously where like, MBS stepped up obviously in the playoffs, but he had dealt with drops all season. Kadarius Tony, nobody even knows what's going on with him in the wide receiver room. Rashid Rice, of course, looks like an ascending player, their rookie wide receiver, but it really was like the Travis Kelsey show and Patrick Mahomes on offense. It was those two guys and their synergy. George Kittle has that dynamic ability. He can be the focal point of the offense. And we saw games this season where he was the focal point of that offense, but he also had Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, like there were other pieces in that kind of high-powered offense. So also a really interesting case study there about what tight ends can do. They can either elevate an offense that is already, you know, or elevate even if you want to say quarterback play, if you're looking at, you know, Brock Purdy and some of the the game manager comments that he's gotten, or they can act like, you know, the entire focal point of an offense for a guy like Patrick Mahomes. So Yeah, the Packers got two good ones, and it's going to be really interesting to see what happens now in their second year when they're both going to come back healthy, and we'll be able to see them in more two tight end sets on the field at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, so I think as far as one of the major holes that we saw last year in terms of, like, distance the Packers were to a Super Bowl, they've certainly closed that gap, I think, in this um, next season. Um, Second one was defensive line and edge, and I think this one was so glaring last season because the Eagles 
going into the Super Bowl were like one of, if not the best um, pass rush units ever as far as statistics had gone when the league started um, tracking pass rush statistics. And it's hard not to look at that as an asset. Now, naturally, we saw that Patrick Mahomes was able to evade pressure and, you know, the Chiefs ended up winning. And ultimately, I mean, defenses can get you so far, but it's your offenses that are going to win you those championships. Um, But I think it's an important one because the Packers have done a lot over the last few off seasons to beef up that defensive line and edge unit, namely getting Devontae Wyatt and then drafting LBN. And now it feels pretty well-rounded from top to bottom, having paid Rashawn Gary during this season and extending him further. There are some question marks naturally about whether they're going to keep Preston Smith. Um, And now, you know, JJ Anakbari is going to be coming back um, at some point, probably late in the season from an ACL yeah. tear, but the Packers have really nice depth for their new defensive coordinator to come back or to, you know, work with. But I don't know if like statistically they performed, you mean, you tell me, you always have the stats, but I don't <laughs> know if statistically um, they performed like quite where we would have expected expected them to given the talent 